This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, David Evans here. We're back to domestic podcast everybody. Hooray, hooray. comfort zone. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the show this week, we're previewing another season in the Premier League. We're going to be talking about transfers, our predictions for the season, we're going to preview Leicester at the weekend, and other bits and bobs with the quiz and Twitter corner of course. Uh, Adam's here. <coughs> Hello, sorry, <laughs> mid-squash drink. Uh, Roy's here. Hello. Dan's making his debut for the season. Hello. How are you doing, Dan? Great, fantastic. Good, good summer? Splendid. Splendid. Tremendous. Was it as good as the weather outside? No. No? Okay. No. How have we gone with shorts ratio today? I've gone back to shorts today. Have we all gone for shorts or not? I would have, but I didn't have time to change, so I'm still in jeans. How dare you, so, No, I haven't gone shorts. Um, we, we spoke about this last time. I did the sh- shorts on the pod for the first time. And I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I listened, I remember. You, I, fe- yeah. I felt you sounded more f- free. Oh, well, I, I, oh, well, liberated. Yeah, so I'm back to the... the well, I've got tracksuits. You mean like, so, yeah. like under 23s sort of gear at the I, moment? Yeah, I am actually, yeah. It's just Head loaned. to toe. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but no shorts for me today. It's come straight from the training session, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just, I didn't want to call you a four-kit wanker, but... I'm not far off. Not really. far <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. Dan, what have you gone for? Chinos. Chinos, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll take the short screw. Uh, right, first off, um, I mean, we mention it every week, but we're just going to mention it again, live show, in two weeks' time, gentlemen. Are we, on the scale of one to ten, where are we on shitting it level at the minute? I'm, I'm not... Can, I, can you use the brown alert, please? <laughs> can you do a brown alert, What What's brown alert? Uh, scale? What <laughs> scale of brown are you at? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, a moderate five. Moderate five, moderate five. Shade. Everybody else? Brexit shade Brexit <laughs> and it's all over the walls and toilet seats a mess basically it's a yeah, yeah. massive mess <laughs> yeah it's I don't know I'm I'm alright I think good but I that's, think, that's, that's, that's the, yeah, the, yeah, the calmest yeah. we need yeah. for that show this, the, you got a clear yin and yang there yeah this is the confidence everybody wants to hear yeah. as they well, thinking about purchasing their tickets, well, but you'll, you'll see you'll see on the yeah. night. Um, well, you can come along and either witness a good show or witness the meltdown that is Wolves Fancast Live. It's uh, Friday the 23rd of August, uh, half seven, Arena Theatre, Wolverhampton. And you can go to wolvesfancast.com forward slash fancast live or on the Arena Theatre website to get your tickets. Go get them. Just get them. Just, just bloody get them. They've been going this week. We've yeah. been sold tickets this week. They're and starting to go. Yeah. Don't miss out. Getting quick. Getting quick. Anyway. Moving on from that, let's talk about a bit of Europe, gentlemen, and uh, we're into the third quali- qualifying round of the Europa League after that 4-1 away into Crusaders last week, 6-1 in aggregate, just easy straight, isn't it, Europe? It's easy life. Just easy life. Just quickly, gentlemen, on that one, just straightforward, really, wasn't it? There was that little scare at the start when they scored, 
But then Jimenez did his classic turn and shoot, and then we all were happy. I laughed. Actually, I physically laughed when they scored. Crusaders. I just thought that was funny. I really just thought that was quite a funny moment. I just thought it hilarious because everyone's expecting us to beat them four or five nil, and I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a little game on did, it, did it go down as, as a Benetton goal in the end, or did it go I down for so. the... Well, I mean, we didn't even have time to dwell on it, because 60 seconds later, here when they scored, so there you go, normal service resumes. I just thought it was funny, that's all. But it seemed everyone had a good crack when they was over there, and it seemed that there was a decent atmosphere, and yeah, just plain sailing, wasn't it, yeah, in I the end? So. Yeah, everybody Obviously. else, I mean, it was just... That heart rate went up when they scored. I ain't going to lie, like, the, the classic Wolves pessimism mindset came to the forefront. I was out, I was off my settee thinking, we're going to fuck this up, eh? But then thankfully Raul turned up and did what he does. And then it was plain sailing from there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was for me, I, I, I was working late. So I came back, I'd recorded the game, kind of avoided the score. And then I, I think I came back home about, yeah, about quarter past, 20 past. And I was going to watch it live from, you know, that back moment, to the yeah, start. Yeah. And I was like, no, I've just, I haven't got the patience. Let's find out what's <laughs> happening. So I sped it up, sped it up, and they scored. I was like, oh shit, I have to keep carry on because surely we must have equalised, and we had. So, but yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was pretty easy in the end. I mean, he played a strong side again, um, and I think we talked about if he was going to go with a strong side or, or rest players, but he hasn't. So it shows even at this early stage he's taking it serious. So. Um, no, fantastic, we're through. And you can get a sense of the atmosphere of that game. We've got a wandering to Gdansk uh, extra special with uh, um, Blake, one of our listeners from America who went over to the game. We've all noted in the group chat that it's funny how he's full on American in the first minute and then when he's actually at the game he seems to turn into some kind of half British, half Irish accent. The Irish is strong in that one, yeah. isn't it? When, when, he start, when he starts his at the game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go go check that one out. Uh, next round, gentlemen, third qualifying round. A trip to Armenia against P- Pionic. Pionic. Pionic? Pionic. Pionic. One of the two. One of the two. Uh, a 14k-seater stadium. Tickets are £1, gents. Pound. A pound. Just got to fork out between £400 and £800 for a flight. I mean, what else can you get for a pound? Lost oh, no. things. You can get Europa League ticket now for a pound. <laughs> Amazing. Did you see there was charged a £1.50 card for that? With the ticket office. Ah, oh, robbing bastards. <laughs> Bloody hell, Moxie. The Moxie tax is back. <laughs> but again, I know nothing about Pionic. But it's an away leg. We can get the goal, get the away goal, and it's back to Molly. shame because we were all going to question you about Punic. <laughs> Test your knowledge of uh, Armenian uh, football. Well, established in 1827. <laughs> uh, no, no idea, to be honest. And I'm sure everybody can go and Google and, and do their, their research, but... It's yeah. just it's just weird playing a team from Armenia, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, it's kind of I don't know. Armenia to me is one of those programs that are just on those sort of programs where I don't know. Hugh McGregor goes on his bike over a <laughs> desert and ends up in there with his mate, and you know, um, it's just yeah. Not many people go there, do they? But pound a ticket, pound a pint, apparently. Um, and I know someone at work who's going, and I think he's had to go via Moscow. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, fair play. But apparently, you get put in a cage. But uh, but then someone okay. but then the allocation was a thousand so I don't know. It's a big um, age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining one of these sort of obscure sort of football factory ends where you just get put in a very like yeah weird cage and all the locals look at you. So I don't know. You get thrown like a bucket of fish heads into the top <laughs> yeah. of the cage. You have that. Wolverhampton. It must be a peasants. strange experience. It's but League of Gentlemen you know. when uh, Papa Lazarou captures all the wives and puts them in a cage. <laughs> 
<laughs> just hoses them down. Yeah. So is Blake going to that? Is, we are, uh, no. I don't know. We've we've got someone doing hopefully another wondering two good acts ah. extra for that game as well. Live from the cage. <laughs> Live from the cage. <laughs> from a steel cage. <laughs> uh, yeah. So look, gentlemen, it's Europe still. Let's keep the dream alive. I mean, it sh- should be another. Presumptions say it should straight, be straightforward. Straightforward affair. You, you'd you'd like to think so. I mean, there's no reason why. Why not? It's just the travel aspect of it, yeah. isn't it? Really, I mean, it's not. It probably not what Nuno would have ideally wanted leading up to the first opening game of the season. But uh, hey, oh, you know, no. it is what it is. I think when I did my brief research, they're seen as the top team in Armenia. <laughs> so <laughs> if we don't know their name now, yeah. we will know their name come Thursday. <laughs> don't get the pessimist starting again because we're saying the top team in Armenia. I get worried again. Send the kids. Sonic well, when you, you, when you say send the kids, you mean the youth team, the academy. We could send or us four. Yeah. Sanderson, Perry. <laughs> right. Colin just, Larkin. Just Colin Larkin, Glenn Crow. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I'm bright, I, I know what you're saying, though, because it's a reduced concern. We've obviously got, we've got a second Leicester. leg. Yeah, we've got a second leg to, to, to catch up. We've got Leicester the, the, week, the weekend, which we'll talk about later. So it's kind of like, yeah, do we want our... You know, players getting injured in Armenia. Um, I thought this. I mean, like, it is a, it is a genuine don't question. Is it worried about them? Because like, you think it's what is it? Six hours there for flight, <laughs> flight no time. Idea. And you think you imagine the games Thursday night. They won't fly get back until like afternoon Friday. Then that'll probably go home to rest. Train yeah. train Saturday morning. Then go straight to the coach overnight. Stop in Leicester, ready for Sunday. You kind of think, well, does he? Should he actually mix it up a bit for this yeah, game? Yeah. Just not not because of the opposition, but just because of the travel element of it. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see what he does. If he plays his full strength, then oh, fair play. But you know. he will, though, won't he? And that's the thing he just does, isn't he? He's he's always, enough, is yeah. uh, unless he does a Mick McCarthy and does like ten changes. But they won't do that. No, well, I can't see that. No, no. There's no benefit in it. Well, really, he, he could play. Gentlemen, some of the new signings and two new mm. signings uh, from last week, which came completely out of the blue, was Pedro Nito and Bruno Jordao. Uh, now, this is a weird one. We don't know whether they've come from Braga because they're on loan at Lazio for two years, but the story seems to suggest that the signing is actually from Lazio. Combined fee of 18 million, um, although Nito is supposed to be thought as very highly regarded, uh, especially when he was at Lazio. Gentlemen, the. This one seems a very much a, a Mendes merry go round suspicion to this one. It came out of nowhere. They seem to always travel together. They are a Mendes client, but they're going to bolster the squad. It's like you say. It's kind of we talked about being Kevin Costa Mark II with you know loans at Monaco and so forth from coming to us. But yeah, my knowledge of them is probably up there with my knowledge of the Armenian first division. <laughs> um, but they come with decent pedigrees, and yeah. obviously they've come f- with good fees. And um, yeah, and, and Neto or, or Neto, like the old. Is Neto, Neto still going as a I think shop? Is it? Shop, is it? Neto? I'm not sure about the train. Yeah. The one in Wolverhampton is long gone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. fancy new market's in the way of it now, right? <laughs> with that with the container sign. And <laughs> Wasn't there an, uh, uh. Neto in Heath Town near the cinema? And it's now in Asda on that little tiny retail park. It's now it's oh, doing um, farm foods there. It was oh, used to be. I think it used to be a farm food as well. It's the one by that pub that's now knocked down. The Manhattan's been the Manhattan. Down, that's but don't, it, yeah. don't know if anything's there shop or it's all like flats and new building. Oh, I, I, I love the idea. It's called the Manhattan. It makes it sound like Glamorous. some cocktail lounge. Just it had like a yeah. neon sign, didn't it? As well, it looks <laughs> so ahead of its time. 
Like, oh. um, you show me reminiscence of Manhattan in the eighties, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. Wasn't <laughs> the Chicago in ten? Man, that called that wasn't that called Manhattan's at one point. It might have been actually. Yeah, they'd just gone round places in America. Is <laughs> it New York at New York as well? It was at one time. I can't wait till yeah. uh, Wolverhampton gets a new branch of Oklahoma's. Oh, <laughs> yes. Or Tennessee's. Was it New, York, New York upstairs in Chicago's? I, um, think, I think I'm just making things up as I go no, along. No, I, 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 I think he went to Chicago, so went to New York, New York. Um, <laughs> and we'll try and bring you back, Dave. Sorry. But <laughs> it's all right. I think Nito right. 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 or Neto yeah. might frequent some of these places. This like, is why know, people um, enjoy the show, because yeah. we go off tangents. <laughs> Showing our ages with, like, yeah. Neto. Legends. Neto. Stop talking stuff. about supermarkets. <laughs> That's what they are available. You must only talk about walls. <laughs> um, Adam, you got any stats on these two at all through your mind? Through just the mind and mind alone. Yeah. Um, it appears that they, they haven't played a lot, ah, <laughs> to be okay. honest. So we'll take Fresh. we'll take Neto first. He's classified here as a right winger. Just a few declines, as we yeah, as we know. That's not his political views. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so essentially, he didn't even make the squad until like. Uh, after the winter break and then he started making the bench and he just got subbed on you know a couple of times a minute six minutes 24 minutes 12 minutes so he's a regular he's not yeah at all so, so really for him and probably also for Jordao as well it's hard to judge <laughs> what exactly we're getting from these two so so Jordao is more of a central midfielder oh he's got their D sports agent oh okay as Mendes got his fingers in other pies oh. um, but same thing again so he didn't get even in the squad until February time, and he's just made a, sort of a couple of starts there, and then a sub appearance um, just basically right at the end of the season. So we're talking like April, April May time. So again, it's really, really quite difficult to, for any casual observer like us to actually understand what we're getting from these players. And if there's any any diehard Serie A fans. Tweet us and tell yeah. us what we're well, there was a, there was well, they wouldn't have been able yeah. to see much of them by the second. Uh, anyway. um, we got copied in on Twitter to a, a post that uh, sort of like an Italian Serie A writer basically was saying that you know Lazio have made quite a mistake getting rid of Neto, Nato, how, how we were saying it, <laughs> Nito, Nito, just because of his potential and that they Lazio were needing to really rebuild with more of a youth or squad, and that is someone they were saying that with the right training could turn out to be a really promising player. It's funny because Adam's looking at these stats via his, his iPad mind. and the way he's doing it, I feel like it's Gary Neville or Jeremy Carragher on the board going, right, now if you look at this, we put that there. That's why, well, can you see I'm really intrigued <laughs> watching these fingers? Let's do big circles here. It's interesting it's classified as right winger, which in their formation, where would, where would that fit then? Because uh, wingers, Cav Costa, we've got rid of him. Without, he's we, gonna be they're con- obsolete yeah. to us now. So. He's going to be converted to a, a, a wing-back, isn't he? What is actually going to be converted into? So yeah, anyway, It's interesting to see what he'll do. I mean, they're just literally like the mystery box for us, yeah. aren't they? The, uh, the, these two have come straight out of the mystery box and we have no idea what they're no. going to be like. Do you know, not that I ever cheated on like football manager or track manager, whatever you want to call it, but you know, like when people used to add manager and... We all did, don't worry. Yeah. This, is like a, this is like an ad Mendes situation where... He just picks players. He's going here. He's going to get Wolves ten million for him. But we paid like two million pounds for Ruben Vanagra. So there's, <laughs> there's something shady going on. Definitely, we're all we're all doing it above board, obviously. <laughs> but um, that's the situation for me. Uh, there was another signing uh, today of Tuesday, which is Renette Dadashov. Um, he's been bought by somewhere. Where's he been bought by? 
Well, he's about to break into Over the Rainbow then for a minute. <laughs> no, he, he, I'm trying to think of the club. He was on loan in Portugal last year, yeah. I believe, and the side he's been immediately loaned back to um, have now been promoted. Um, and there was a side that Jota played for as a kid. Um, as I'm just recalling, as you can probably hear from this tone of the voice from what I saw earlier. Keep, just keep delaying just, until just, Adam finds just it. Just while we're looking for Renato, Renate. <laughs> Renato, Renato. Pacos, Renato. So, we've apparently we signed him from Estoril. There you go. And he's, we've sent him on loan to Pacos Ferreira. Ooh, now, gentlemen, it's a four-year deal, but this is the sign of the big boys, isn't it? You buy a player and you send him straight back on loan. We are now Chelsea, aren't we? We are now Chelsea. This is our business model. Was and there any mentioned it. for him there? I don't think I don't think he's been mentioned, is it? No. Undisclosed. No, a big fat question mark. Mm. <laughs> Over see, the uh, see, I wish we could do that to, like... Um, Leads or someone like that, you know, really patronise them by signing them <laughs> and then saying, you can have him on loan for a year. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of like that Chelsea does. We're not interested in now. Go on, go and play for you. He actually, we own him. He's our player. Yeah. But he's going to play for you. Just have a kick about with you for a year, you know. Uh, but obviously, no idea who this guy was before he came in, but he's supposed to be, once again, a promising player. He's a striker. That, that always need a striker. I think, he, I think he got about four goals in about twenty-five games from what, from what I saw he's, earlier he's got last a, year. He's got so. a couple of legs. I uh. did think he was a pro-evolution striker when I saw his name. To be honest, he was saying he sounded like a bombfitter, didn't he? Renad Dadashov. Or like he one of like Zangief's like henchmen. <laughs> just sound like he's got a good goal-scoring name. To be fair, but yeah, I mean, so twenty-two games, four goals last year. So that'd be for Estoril. So. Wolkowski mm. um, had a better goal ratio than that. Well, we do have the end of the transfer window coming on Thursday, uh, chaps. Um, where do Wolves need to strengthen if anybody else comes in in the window? Is it central midfield? Probably is still the priority now. Given Vallejo is here and Catrone. I think so. I think for me, it was always going to be another striker and another centre-half. So, as you're saying, now we've got those centre-mid, really. I think with all due respect or disrespect to Gibbs-White... You know, Martino, Neves and, and Didonka are fantastic in there, but they need a little bit more support for the campaign. So, yeah, another centre mid. It'd be quite nice to have like a real physical player in there, like, you know, a better version of Endai. You I know, always uh, wanted Endai to stay. I, yeah, I really yeah, liked I him. But we need that. That's why I agree. We need that type of player. Or just bring back Endai. <laughs> What's he doing these days? It was a bit balmy. Eh? We we paid was it like three million or something to not have him, <laughs> considering he was he would have been a good squad player to have last yeah. season. Mm. I still think we need like a number ten, like a Grealish Madison type. Yeah, yeah. That last bit of creativity just to just to draw another centre half out to push them free to jot or him and I think that's what we need. Just look at that little. Not an unlocker of the pitch, especially when those teams who defend deep as well. It might be that it's just the key because I guess you could argue you could put Jota in there with Jimenez and Catrani up front, but you almost want to you want to rotate those three, don't you? Really, for certain games. Yeah, and I think taking that point, I think that's kind of been a Achilles' heel, hasn't it? Breaking teams down, perhaps when they do come with that plan. So, but yeah, I just think we've got a lot going forward. But yeah, I'm kind of to Dan's point. So maybe one or two, but you know, the two players we've mentioned prior to Dadashoff, you know. It sounds if they're not academy players that they're going to be in and around the first team. So there's been um, heavy links with uh, is it Lamina? Is it at Southampton? Mm. Would we welcome the the L man? 
He seems to be more in the mould of a defensive midfielder, doesn't he? I think mm. that Lamina. So I don't, I've not seen all that too much of him or not paid attention too much of him. So I don't know if that's what we I think he'd be a bit need. of an upgrade on Sace from what I've seen of him. And then mm. Sace can still cover you at centre-back if you really need him. But then there's talks about Sace going out as well, isn't there? Yeah. I think listening to you, I'm not going to profess I know too much about the, the player, but listening to the feedback from the Southampton fans, they were very much, you know, he's a very talented player, but his consistency was an issue. So whether or not, you know, that, that would be a good investment in respect of getting that consistency the Nuno way, then mm. it sounds like there's a very good player there. It's surprising that Southampton let him go given if he is of the calibre that we expect him to be. I suppose that therein lies the issue. If he if he if he's good but only in bursts or flashes, Southampton may think, well, what good is that to yep. us? And then it's down to our coaching to try and get prolong the good spells that he can have. But is he is he the position that we need? I don't know. I'm not too sure. Like if if Sace does want to move on, then fine. It sounds like a natural upgrade. But if we want, I agree with the guys saying we need that more advanced player of unlock the unlocking of mm. defence as well. Given the formation we play, someone who can push on a bit and lock defence, that's, I think, where we need to be looking at the minute as far as, far as additions go. I mean, there are players who we can see we'll need to ship out first mm. as well. Um, and we've still got... Paul Bonatini. We've got Miranda on our book still, which <sighs> I don't think yeah. there's any space for him. We've actually still got a paper mache Philophos UIA on our books. Is he still on the books? Jeez. He's, he's, he's still on our books. Um, Those sort of players, Bonatini and the first way, they should just be forced to play for Berry. <laughs> they should be forced yeah. to because they're never going to play for any other decent level. Not well, in England, anyway. No, they're going to go to like a Belgium second division side, aren't they? Really? Yeah, um, we've still got Jordan Graham apparently as well, and then yeah. Leo Bonatini as well. So there's there's a few spaces yeah. we, which we can ship out, and none of those would be really troubling the first team if we're honest. But feel sad. You feel sad for Bonatini, don't you? Because just how he started for us and just went off. <laughs> Yeah, the cliff completely. We're, we're over him now, aren't we? We're yeah. past him and we're on to better things now with sexy Patrick up front. <laughs> um, right, before Thursday then, yay or nay, gentlemen, are we going to get another signing in, Dan? Yay. Right. Yay, yay, Torre. Yay, yay, Torre. <laughs> right. Yay, yay, Sango. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yay. Yay. Adam? Uh, no low Torre. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say yay. I'm going to say yay. We'll get someone in. Yeah, we have to at least get I one more. Yeah, I think I, that, I want that yeah. that excitement on deadline day where mm. Wolves fans from outside Compton <laughs> and shaking the gates because we've signed a kid from Crew. The thing we've got, we've got like got, a big forty million back on loan. There's a big striker on supposedly rumored to be coming in, but it's just another kid for, for the academy. <laughs> it's another development signing. Oh, gentlemen, let's talk about the new season. Another Premier League season in, is on us after what was an incredible season last year. Seventh in the Premier League, semi-final of the FA Cup, and that's how we will class that as an achievement. Um, and, and 60 points in the league. It was a qualification for Europe. You know, wins against teams and a dominant performance against teams we probably wouldn't have thought of in the first season. It was incredible. Now, what Wolves need to do is maybe match that or try and top it if they can. Do you think it could be a, in terms of Premier League seasons, potentially a difficult second album for Nuno? Given there's Europe, given there's still expectations, and also given that, like a lot of teams around us, there is a potential to for one team to break the top six, and it's almost like if you're going to do it, it's got to be now. What do we think? I think. Um 
In terms of the, the European distraction, I think we touched on this previously and I think Stu made the point with the group of players that we've got with going through, say, a championship schedule. I don't think that's so much of an issue. I know he has a small squad and likes to kind of work with it, but I think, for me, the biggest threat to us is other teams strengthening. So, for example, Everton, Leicester, that's probably more of a threat for us. I think people from the outside, um, who may not listen to this anyway, but I think as Wolves fans generally will think, well, we're not going to be that Burnley who are going to really you know, falter this year because the comparison isn't right with the quality of squad that we've got. So I would expect the same again. Um, I wouldn't be too disappointed if we if we if it's just a top ten finish and a good run in all cup competitions. I would be happy with that, um, and we'll see how we get on. But um, yeah, same again for me. I think that um, I understand people when they say you know the Europa League will be a distraction. Yeah. Because I mean, yes, while the, some of these players did the, the Championship, I guess there's you could only caveat by saying. There's more travel involved now, isn't there, with this kind of schedule? Yeah, yeah. Especially with the Europa League, you generally go further afield, don't you? When you're in Europa League, you don't just play teams in France, Italy, Spain. You go out to your Scandinavian places, your Armenia. Well, that, that is a classic John. example, isn't it, for this, for this yeah, week? Yeah, and that's part of the fortune that, that comes with the territory of being in the Europa League. You do tend to go a bit further afield. So, that, I mean, there is that. So, I understand when, when well, people say that will de- we'll detract from the league form. And I think potentially, you know, it, it, it might. It, it, it just might. There's no getting away from it. But we've got the quality. We've got the quality. We have got that small squad. But he trusts the players that he has in there to deliver. Couldn't even if they have played on the Thursday and he wants them to play again on the Sunday and we're away. Like what's coming up this week? Um, a big amount of pressure on the like the the physio team and the medical team to keep everyone top notch because we obviously had, we had a pretty much clean slate of injuries last year, but. You know, we we just had league and cup games to contend yep. with, so that's fine. But I would, again, as Hoop said, I, I would be happy with ten to, ten and above, and a good run in Europa League. Yeah, Everton they seem to have chucked a bit of money at it in the summer. Leicester, not I mean they kept Tielemans, which is a good good signing. Perez, you know, okay, fair enough. I'm not sure if too many people from Wolves would have been shouting from the rooftops if he'd signed for us. I'm just, that might, be, might, might just be my they opinion. They always but would. It doesn't matter who it is, people would shout it. But, you know, I, I guess the, the, the benefit with Leicester, I mean, they've, they've just lost Maguire, let's bear that in mind as well. So they've lost they've, one of their, their key defenders. But I think with Leicester, they've had like a good summer's worth of Rodgers coaching them, yeah. which is what they want. They want. They've obviously got a good coach there. And I know he gets a lot of stick for his personality, but he's, he's got he's a good coach of players. That's the main plus point for Leicester, that he's had a whole summer to instill his... Coaching method, so it'll be interesting. It's definitely going to be one of Leicester, Everton, or us that are in that seventh position again come season end. Dan, what do you think? Difficult this second album or not? The second album is always the biggest for a band, isn't it? Yeah, it could either be the you could either be Oasis or the Kooks. You just go one way or another, oh, don't you? <laughs> first album was brilliant. Second first, album yeah. couldn't even tell you a song on it. Was that no, poor? No. It's a good first album that was. But yeah. saying, it's all. I just think. We found last season with likes of like Jimenez when he went away from Mexico and he'd come back on a weekend, he looked tired, didn't he? And that's where I think we might come a bit unstuck as the season progresses. I've, I agree with both of you, sort of top 10, for me, finish above Villa and, and try and do as better as well as we can in the Cups. So potentially this argument that people say, oh, you look at Man U, look at Chelsea, look at Arsenal, top six, we can do it. A bit perhaps for this season, given Europa, out of maybe 
temper that expectation with people this season? I, I think so. I think we need another couple of transfer windows um, to really challenge that into that um, top six and break into that for me. I mean, if we do, fantastic. But I think, yeah, with the added added pressure of the teams around us, then, yeah, I think we're a little bit... Look, this is where the club want to go. You know, there's, they've made no secret of that. And Fosen will be wanting to get into that top six. And I suppose we didn't even really flirt with it last year, did we? There were games where we thought, OK, we're not far off United. But in the end, we weren't that close. So, um, yeah. It'll come hopefully, but I wouldn't. I would say next season probably too soon. Who is this a big season for this year? Who has got the chance in the side to really impress? I mean, just Jota for example. He had a great 2019 from the start. He keeps going. Is this the year that the the Premier League really start to notice Diego Jota? I'd like to think so because he has since I think. It's, it's uh, accepted that since Chelsea at home was when he when he got his first goal, he just never really looked back from there. So you'd like to think that he continues that on, and all signs point to that he has. You know, the, the Far East tour in China, he, he you know he was a cracking player for that. You know, he's got our first goal, European goal against Crusaders. Um, I've got big hopes for him this year. I've picked him in my fantasy team ahead of Jimenez. Oh, so. He has my hopes on his shoulders. <laughs> he has your Rosetta so, back. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and also I think it's a big season for Vinagre as well because we 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 all know of his potential. He signed a new deal. What he and we will be looking for this year is for him to try and get himself in the first team, or it's not just playing the cups or coming off the bench. He's got to now try and force his way into that that starting eleven. And, and unfortunately, he's got Johnny ahead of him, so that's not, yeah, it's yeah. a hard task. But I think it could be. Was given the meta games we hope to be playing, and he just seemed to him. prefer to play Johnny and then bring Vinagre on late to try and tie defenses. It's the same same strategy, yeah. Because you can we all see his fancy footwork. <laughs> Is this not a big year for Trial Ray as well? Because he said he's one season yet. Okay, he came to the side injured, had to catch up a bit. A lot of question marks on him from some people. Bit of a marmite player with with our fans. Well, this is probably the season where you go, it's got to work now, otherwise potentially this hasn't worked. You know, he's got the, the speed, we all know that. It's putting everything else together in the Premier League and you know that if it all goes together, you've got a ter- terrifying player for us. We've got very, very different views within this podcast on who likes him. I'm definitely in the crowd that doesn't like him mm. because I think he's being utilised wrong. I think he should be moulded into a striker or we cash in and get rid of him now. That's my opinion. I don't think he'll ever be a wing-back. He's not got the intelligence to be a, the defensive-minded full-back. It'll be, it's, we haven't brought him just to come off the bench when we're chasing games. That's that's my opinion. If he's, if he's going to be utilised at anything, he needs to be moulded into a striker. Because he almost doesn't fit the system now that we play. I think the the thing is with Traore. I think I hear like the commentators. I, I was listening to the, the when we played over in Asia talk about it, and I'm kind of bored of hearing about the fact that he was at Barcelona. He's never really fulfilled his potential. You know, if somebody can kind of get hold of him and get some consistency out of him, he's got all the raw skills. That will only go for on, on for so long. I, I like Traore, and I'm really hoping, as we all are, that. He, he has a good season. So, yeah, I kind of think it is boom or bust for him this year because, as we know, with the uh, momentum of this club and where 
you know, the club and Nuno wants to take us that if he doesn't keep up, he will be shipped out. You know, he may last as long as the next window if he doesn't perform. It, with a small squad and with the expectation that we may bring only one or two in, there's not a better opportunity for him to stay a claim now. Um, but he won't be given more than a season. And if he doesn't push on, then, then he'll be moved on. But, um, I, yeah, where's his place in the team? It's difficult because... You know, you watched him a few times last year when he kind of played off the shoulder and he was he was he was up top. And then, and even previous to that, I was frustrated because he wasn't effective because he's effective with the ball at his feet doing something and, and mm. being deeper in in possession. Um, and they put they put know. three or four plays on him as well yeah. when he came on. They knew he was a threat. I don't, mm. I don't see him to your to your point. I don't really see him being effective as a striker. You see, because he'll that I mean he'll have his back to goal. You won't be able to utilize his pace. And yeah. as you said, he's best coming from deep so when when mm. we first had him we did play with the three up front so we did play wide right and then obviously he wasn't playing because we had a multitude of players in that position anyway in those positions like Cav, Costa and Jota played at, there at that time Um, so wing backs given the current system wing back is the only place for him that that right wing back position and yeah he's got he's got to learn it because I mean, there's, there's no guarantee he'll start the league season because Doherty might just go back in if, he, yep. if he's deemed fit so that's the only place I can see him staking a claim. If it doesn't work for him a right wing back or he can't get Doherty out of the team, I, I, I can't see anywhere else where the, the puzzle piece fits the puzzle. Mm. I, I can't, because I can't see... He, he tried striker in these a couple of times last year. Yeah. It just didn't work. It just didn't... I don't think it worked at all. He hasn't got... And also, not only does he not fit there, we, we, we're not utilising his one biggest threat, which is the pace. Yep. So, for me, I think for him, it's, it's given... A, Based on the current formation, it's right wing back for him. And if it doesn't work there, then you know we'll have to take a longer look at it. If he stays here or not. Going back to that, you're saying like we can't train him as a striker because we've got to utilise him. He can't do with his back to goal. He hasn't got the mindset now to even see sort of balls to run onto from like the Cody Nevers wide over a full back set to then run onto. He, he, I haven't seen him do one of those yet. Could he not fit in that number ten role? Potentially, if he, he can get the, he could, but I think, he can I get think his skills, free roles. He's, yeah. he's a real dilemma, isn't he? Because we we can all see how talented he is, but his deliveries hit and miss as well. Really, going from from wide, I think what we're seeing is Nuno probably by default with Doc, arguably, but there are other players he could have looked to to fill that role. He wants him in that team, and he's trying every which way to accommodate him. I do feel that he got isolated when he was up front. He wasn't effective, and as has been mentioned, wasn't using his key assets. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think patience might run thin with him, but hopefully he'll, he'll kick on and, and uh, have a good season. For, for me, Jimenez, I don't know if he can replicate that season ne- next season Jota I thought was fantastic I know Martinho and Jimenez got a lot of the plaudits but and probably because Jota maybe had a lukewarm start but second half of that season some of the games Jota against Chelsea's United he was unplayable Yeah. Um, and I hope that we develop because if we don't you know also actually just thinking about it Neves Neves was in and out last year in my mm. opinion mm. so it's a big it's, it's, season for yeah. Neves is he going to be that player that we all expect him to be or, or not you what, the, um, like the 100 million pound player yeah. that was all being touted at the start Zell- of last season yeah. um, so it's a big season yeah. for him and, and for, for others so um, is it another yeah. big season for Cody and Bennett because for Conor Cody you know Premier League captain touted for the England squad but never happened if he has another good season 
I think Southgate would almost be forced to, to at least pick him for a squad. But at the same time, it's someone like Bennett, everybody always thinks that if we're being, bringing a new centre-back, he's the one to go. But he's consistently proven this season that why would you drop him? But you would think that if we are going up, hopefully, of a calibre of type of player in some ways, not just Bennett, but also Cody, could be the ones that get the chop. So it's another big year for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone seems to be in a hurry to get Bennett out of the team or at the first sign of any trouble, it's get get Bennett out or who can we have to defend? I, I'm a big defender of him. I don't really see how much wrong he does. I mean, yes, naturally, he is going to get replaced as through the course of just upgrading and yeah. as you do. But I think for the minute, I don't see well there's a clamour to, to pinpoint him as someone who we need to get out. He may be, he's, he's going to be like the weakest of the three. Because obviously, Bolly's got a bit of every. Bolly can do everything. Cody, not not so much. You know, he's not as strong as Bolly. Whereas and Bennett, he's got great positional sense and and head and strength ability. But he, what he can't do is what the other two can do, as in playing out from the back. Yep. You don't tend to see that as often from Bennett. You just tend to see a percentage ball from from Bennett. Um, but I really like it. I, I love Cody. Cody, you know, he has like. It, He's got an easy, not an easy job. That's probably the wrong word, but like a nice job between sitting between Bolly and 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 Bennett. He's one that brings out, starts the attacks as, as you know, Bolly can do as well. But I think Bennett, I think he kind of knows that you know he, he's he's got to play every skin in every game, um, purely because the players around him are, are, can play Nuno's way better than he can. Yeah, and he has to kind of make up for that. And he's got Vallejo, probably. Or- depending on whoever, whoever he might be coming to replace or just compete with. Yeah, well. and, I, and I think with Benny, I think, you know, I mentioned it a lot last year, there isn't anything personal with Benny because he's done an amazing job for someone who was released from uh, Norwich as a free transfer signing. I mean, we all thought he'd you be know. like a fifth choice when, yeah. he, when he joined. It's, you know, it, it was kind of like, you know, head-scratch moment when we're signing, but he's done fantastic. But I just feel when you look at that eleven. And if you have to be critical, and if you have to look at the next step of your development, then I just personally feel out of the 11 starting 11 from last year consistently, he's the weakest out of that group. Not that he's done anything particularly wrong, but you look at technically, as a, as a ability, as you mentioned, with the influence Cody can have on the game and the presence that Bowley has... Um, that that would be for me, but we don't know about Vallejo, whether or not he's going to fit in, so he could go on and surprise us, but it, it, to me, I suppose it's just a crazy thing to think if we're competing for the top six, that Ryan Bennett's a part of it, but maybe he, he will continue to surprise us. We might need Brexit Bennett. Yes. <laughs> he's a nice body type for Europe as well, isn't he? Yeah. He's nice. Exp- people forget the experience as well he's got. Mm-hmm. He's got Premier League experience. Yeah, it's great. Happened, yeah. Look, we're going to do more about the season. We're going to do predictions, and we're going to talk about Leicester, and we're going to do the quiz as usual after this. Welcome back to the show, right, gentlemen? Let's just do some quick predictions of the, of the season. This is the time when we predict stuff at the end of the season. We look back and we laugh at what we talked about. Um, let's start with star of the season. Who you're tipping to be the star for Wolves this season? Jota for me. I will also second Jota. Yeah, my as I said earlier, my now my colours to the mast, haven't I, Jota? 
Uh, full set then, yeah. It's a full. It's a full yeses Jota. for Jota. Full yeses for Jota. Um, surprise star of the season. Who's going to be the surprise package at Wolves this season? Yes, we know they're all good. But is there anyone that's going to really shine a lighting up? What the hell? He was good this season, wasn't he? For me, Den Donker for me this yeah. season. I think because he came in through the was it December time he came into the squad. And he wasn't yeah. really fully fit, was he? And but I seem I seem to think that he, he got stronger as the season went on. Obviously, he had a blip with the semi final with a penalty, but apart from that. I thought he was solid in every game that he played, pretty much. And going back to fantasy football, he's a nice cheap midfielder to have. He's in, he's in my squad. <laughs> Four and a half. Four and a half mil. Uh, Roy, who's your surprise? I, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the Donka as, as well. I mean, you know, um, we looked a different side when he came in, So, but then is that so much of a surprise? Um, I'm hoping, we talked about Nevers earlier, and it shouldn't be a surprise, but I'm hoping he has a, a better season and is more up there with the player of the season candidates and he was last term so I'll go for Neves to have a really good season uh, Adam uh, Neto Neto <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, funnily enough I, I, there's two names just been said that uh, I, I was going to mention Dendonka seems to be I think as the season went on he, can't, he seemed to be almost and this may be a shot down completely but he had a Dave Edwards like ability to get in the box late you know, because he's breaking from deep. Yeah. Because Neves sits very deep now, doesn't he? And Matinho's floating about. Then Donker. He was going through the fan cast phrase, the corridor of uncertainty, wasn't he? He was going exactly through yeah. that corridor. Yeah. Well trodden corridor. Yeah. But I just, yeah, he, I think he's in for a big, not some, okay, maybe it's not much surprise, but a good season. And then, then same for Neves, as as has been said, he was quite patchy and in and out last, last year. Yeah. So we're hoping for more. But would you class as a surprise? I'm not not too sure I don't know but those are the two that I'll be looking to build upon what they started on last mm. year and really reach a new level this year uh, I'm going to go for Afozu Ayu I just think he's going to get in that team he's going to surprise everyone no I'm going for Traore I just think they're going to figure him out and he will well hopefully so cause some fires football wise not literally not, of no, course we, we that to happen. Uh, worst moment what are the worst moment of the season's going to be? Probably, I hope it doesn't happen, but probably like losing to Villa at Villa Park. That's my, I, 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 that's my moment. Yeah. It's going to happen again where it's going to be their cup final again. Yeah. And they're going to raise it and they're going to have Adidas power soccer shots from everywhere. It's just going to go in no matter what. It's just They'll, they'll raise the game. It's their cup final this season coming, coming to beat us again. Some of them still talk about it. Some Villa fans still speak about when they beat us 4-1 when they we won the league. four shots all game. They, they still go, oh, we, yeah, we will. If we, had, if we hadn't took our mind off the ball and lost the next two, we'd have caught you and we'd have beat you. And like, just give it up. Mm. Give it a rest. Yeah. It's, it's, you're here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're here now. Just get over it. But that undoubtedly, I can't think of anything off the top of my head which would be a worse moment than that given all what we know their fans are like, especially on Twitter. If they beat us, it, it, just if at all, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. heavily or otherwise, even if it's like a 90th minute penalty or anything around goal, if they just beat us, that's going to be the worst moment. I just kind of think what would be worse, us losing at Villa Park or then beat us at Molyneux? Probably because there's less of them there at Molyneux, isn't there? <laughs> it's, it's, do you know what? It's, uh, we, this is the way we all think, but I was just thinking it's going to be mind the gap, mind the gap, Wolverhampton, and it's going to be you know Villa getting one over on us, us and kind of going three points clear. And you know, because we've kind of given a well. little bit out, haven't we? Let's be honest, and and so we should. So yeah, that would be my fear. Because uh, we've got a derby this year, which which is great. So, so we're all yeah. going for Villa across the board, aren't mm. we? I'm going for FA Cup fourth round. Okay, 
West Brom home no. loss. Oh god! Big, we will finally get that moment where we can finally beat them. And even if we won like two, at least we can beat them. And we're not going to fulfil it, and we're going to be frustrated. <laughs> I can for some I reason. Sick thinking about I just, I'm just thinking of Billich coming on, you know, in giving his it the big suit, and yeah. you know, oh, giving it the God. big to the North Bank quadrant. Yeah, he misses a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So that's my uh, right. Patricia uh, hits the tactics board with his his fist in his head for six weeks. Yeah, let's move off the oh. section quickly. Yeah, right. Europa, like Europa League final position. Not as in getting to the final, unless you think that's what we're going to do. Where do you think we will end up being eliminated potentially in the Europa League? Where are you going to go for? I think we'll get knocked out in the group stage because we had a really hard draw, but we had some class away days. Yeah. So a, a group stage exit. I just try and keep up with how many games we <laughs> may have to play. So the easiest answer will probably be group stages as well. Group stage. Is there a, like a second round? Is there? I think like there's like a knockout round. The, then the last sixteen. Yeah. I'm that one, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. I think we'll scrape out the group in second, and then play. Is that? Can you play like one of the Champions League dropouts? I that think round? you might be right. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably draw one of them. Then we'll probably draw Real Madrid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also going for last sixteen and Dortmund or something like that. And, so and we'll, Sancho. We'll draw, we'll draw probably the, whoever the biggest team is dropping out for the Champions League. We'll probably get them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'll be like, nice away day. That was nice. Get them at Molyneux. You have a nice, have a nice evening out. That'd yeah. be fine. Look at that. We had a nice trip, didn't we? Right back over everyone. Uh, right, final league position. Where do you think Wolves are going to finish in the Premier League this season? Your gut is telling you now of August where they're going to finish. Adam, I'm going to come to you first. I think we're going to finish eighth. Eighth. Right. I was going to say eighth, so I'm going to have to keep with that because that was in my head when you asked the question. So, as well, eighth. Two eighths. What are you going for, Dan? I'm just naturally negative, so I'm going to go 12. 12th? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say ninth. Ninth. Respectable top 10 finish. I'll be happy with that. Right, yeah, Last right. 16, top 10 finish, fourth round exit to West Brom. You know, I'll be Aww. happy with that. Uh, we did ask on, on our social media pages of people's most ridiculous prediction for the season. I did so, see a couple of good ones on there earlier. So most of these came from Facebook, in fairness. Uh, Twitter people decided to ignore it for one, so cheers for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're off to LinkedIn, Sodja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles Joyce Joinson says, a goalkeeping injury crisis leads Nuno to field himself in goal for the Europa League final. Brilliant. Uh, Chris Lamb, Cody gets two goals in one game and scores in cons- consecutive matches. Uh, uh, Ed Marshall Petitio will bang a penalty in at some point Nevers will get into double figures <laughs> um, we've also got um, Rob Cartwright says Nuno will look more than one game ahead Nuno Sean Canangston I probably said that wrong uh, Sean from Gdansk yeah, that's the one. Uh, Nuno will shave off his beard and become a third keeper. Uh, Jamie Gardner, Bolly will score a worldie from 40 yards. So that's good. Anybody else got a completely ridiculous um, bet? Something that would be like 500 to 1 that you think, you know what? It's so ridiculous. I'm going to put a, a pound on that. Are we in like animals on the pitch ter- any, yeah, ter- any, territory anything, here again? Anything, anything. I was going to say a goat on the pitch, but the Matinho's there. Way. Mm. <laughs> It's a work joke at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Any ridiculous ones at all? Uh, Maybe if we've qualified for Europe and there's nothing to play for, then Jeff Shee uh, comes on for the last 10 minutes. 
why not? He'd he'd wear proper high shorts as well, wouldn't he? He, he would, he would, his socks would, and he wouldn't wear colourful boots, would he? He'd wear sort of black Working boots. Working man's yeah, boots, yeah. yeah. Pyrotechnics strapped to all the rail seats. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good if you could have, like, your own pyro on your seat, just let off at any just time during <laughs> the match. They just strap Catherine wheels to all the, the <laughs> rail seats <laughs> when we get into the Europa League group stages. Yeah, yeah. that's mine. What, what, what does he give me on that? <laughs> uh, 2,000 to 1. <laughs> right, gents, let's move on to the game of the weekend. It's the first game of the Premier League season and we are away to Leicester City on Sunday. Obviously, bear in mind that we're also going to Armenia and Pionic on Thursday. I've got that travelling back. We were talking about Leicester before, gents. They are also somebody who are top six contenders or looking to take that crown and be that team. Um, the first question I want to ask is Harry Maguire, obviously now the world's most expensive defender at £80 million to Manchester United. Is Harry Maguire worth £80 million? No. Someone's only worth as much as what someone's willing to pay for them, is what I would say. I've got to hear a joke that they couldn't afford it. Have you heard that quote? Yeah, but they spent like £65 million on a defensive midfielder, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, true. I mean... Transfer values, they're, they're just bollocks, aren't they, really? The bollocks. They, they don't, they, they don't mean anything, you know, because anyone will quote, oh, Matinho cost, you know, what he did. Was it five million, Matinho? We spent the same on Matinho as and, Bidawara and Johnson. And all and all <laughs> for the same. It's, 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 all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all relative, isn't it? Um, he's as important as they need that position and they yeah. want a young English uh, defender in their side. And I think that's an English mm. international young it's always going to rank up yeah. the price. Wasn't Nathan Aki, wasn't there a story a couple of days ago that he would apparently been quoted for £75 million? Which is fair, I, really. I like him, though, actually. Yeah. I don't think... Well, who knows, but I would like to fair, get him in. Yeah, yeah. Again, valuations only just dependent on how I say how badly you want a player and how yeah. much you need them. And United, they have got quite a few centre-halves, but obviously they needed Maguire because he's... Because mm. the rest are wank. Because the rest are wank. So, but I mean, that I, d- I don't know what centre halves that leaves Leicester need you know backfilling I'd just Wes Morgan come back in again or something I don't know but who else have they got, they've got Ferreira and, or they've got some, they've got some they've got got Johnny Evans Wes Morgan is it Ferreira at the back or something well, Ferreira's the right back I, in there I had a look early because I didn't I don't do a lot of research for this I'm sorry Dave but none of us do research no, that's why people you like did, you did ask for um, a view of the opposition didn't you yeah. said have a look at the forums <laughs> This is me being quite childish, but I found talkfoxes.net. Oh, little plug. Yeah. And at first... that one, Foxes Talk. Foxes Talk. Because when I looked at it, I was hoping it was going to be like a neighbourhood watch scheme (laughs) where people (laughs) report foxes that they've seen in the night. But that's that's just me. Um, But, yeah, so they were talking about... They've got... This is the side. Ricardo Soyonko. I don't even know who this is. so no. Yonku, Evans and Chilwell. Sounds that would like be a TV brand at Warsaw that, Market, though. That's their back line. So maybe <laughs> Soyonko's coming in. Never heard of him. So Jerry Taggart's retired, isn't he? Yeah, Steve Walsh is on the Steve bench. They've got Elliot, but the back at the well, Matthew Matthew Elliot. I saw him at a WWF insurrection show in the what? late 90s or early noughties. <laughs> <laughs> you have Dave's attention. Here we go. Did he have, did he have a sign? No. Did he have a phone no. finger? I think he, I think he was dragging his kid there. That's all I remember. 
Yeah, the sign saying Steve Claridge sucks. I was only about 14 or 15. I remember getting the We Want Puppies track going and my mum looked disgusted when I was... Cause she, she finally clicked on after about the third rendition of it. Jerry Lawler just on the, on the announce table clapping along. Just oh, good Look, time. we can get any relevant are, uh, wrestling chat time. to this. Are you always yeah. moan about the wrestling chat and I'm the one who's brought it tonight? I put it in the group chat. We were talking about it. Mm. We were grilling Jordan, weren't we, in the, the classic fan cast only in the group questions to him. And I think I've made the point that if it's attitude era, it's completely acceptable. But any other forms of it, it's in society, it's, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. <laughs> anyway, Gully is going to be absolutely fuming at this bit, so let's move this on. This is Soyonka. Oh, yeah. I don't know him. Ka- Ka- I don't know him. this. Ka- Kagla Soyonka. How old is he? Um, he is 23. Judgeable murdering. Never heard of him. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sorry. Then there, I know like the the yeah. a decent preseason getting Tillemans, like you said, was a good thing for them to have again. Jamie Vardy is always going to score goals in this division, but they're there to be got. It could be a high scoring game Sunday. But they got they got some good players. I was looking at the, the team on here. So you know you got Harvey Barnes, who was useless against us, but um, he, you know he's a talented player. Madison, who we've mentioned earlier. Perez, we'll see what season he has this year. So they have got a good side. Um, Keep Madison quiet, we win the game. Mm. That's my but opinion. as we mentioned it before, they've had a wholesome of Brendan Rodgers now. You know, Brendan Rodgers, he's had this bit of a, a I'm going to say, character about him because of that phrase, he's leaving at Liverpool all the time. A bit of a stigma against him because of what he was like at Liverpool near the end. But this is a man who, at Swansea, completely revitalised and played a style of football that was fantastic and got them into the top 10 went to Liverpool should have won the league really with Liverpool he had a prime Suarez and couldn't win the league yeah. I, I think he's overrated as a coach And he, well, he, goes, he goes to Celtic and yes you can argue as much as you can for Scottish football but basically won the treble treble the question was which Dan's now given his viewpoint straight away is he underappreciated as a manager do you think I think he's a good he's a good, he's a good manager he's a good coach of players you know, you know, you know, but um, if Nuno was to leave and he was like the sort of the guy to take over, would you be overexcited about Brendan Rodgers coming in? N- not from Nuno, no. Is it, is it, uh, it, it from it, Nuno? Well, Mourinho. I don't know. I just don't want to think of a time without him. I, I, so I I'm, forget I'm, I ever asked. I'm, I'm finding it difficult to think of a replacement for him. But I think Rodgers is a good coach. Um, and, and I think um, you know he did a good job at Swansea and, and you know and, and Liverpool he had, had a decent shot at that so um, I think they'll be strong this year I think if you go back to the games we had against them last year I mean we had them first away game yeah, second game season, we were, unlucky, we were very we? unlucky yeah. I think we, we kind of had the best of the play and somehow come away with a 2-0 loss and then we had the, the, the 4-3 goal fest down Money. So I think on the balance of play, we actually had the better of them yeah. last year. I don't really see much of that changing again. They've got a fresh, you know, week-long run-up to the game. We've got our Europa League um, duties, so I don't see any reason why we should struggle too much. But that is probably the them. only thing that's going to go against us is the travelling with the Armenia game. Yeah, how is, that? Yeah. How you come out of that result? You come out of it with not the a result you want. There maybe puts a. But, I think we, but if you get a win, it might just G you up I more. Think, I think with Leicester, they've got he's got a good set of players to work with there. Rogers has, so I think you know, I'm trying to think of what other strikers they've got apart from Vardy. I mean, because they've got rid of quite a few, haven't they? Like with Perez yeah, as well. They've got Vardy and Perez, haven't they? We class him as a striker. I, mean, I, I thought he was a striker, Perez. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nacho's the other one. 
in that there you go. Especially all the guys, aren't they? So they've, they've, they've not got they've got a decent great wingers in there, all Brighton, Demari Gray, Gray Arley yeah. Barnes. So they've got they've got they've got a good attacking forward players, I think. Um, so I think it'd be, it'd be a tough game, but I think they're similar to us, where they've got a, a strong first eleven, but after that they're a bit weak in squad. Because mm. they've got Vardy's going to score goals in this league. He doesn't mention the three: Harvey Barnes, Demario Gray, or Brian Madison. They're good attacking players, and Didi and is it Mendy, the other midfielder? Could be, yeah. They've yeah. got a decent attacking. Gomez, Gomez or something as well. Chowdhury as well, the young English yeah. player. Um, that centre back pairing, Morgan Evans and whoever the other one is, mm. Soyonku or whatever you said his name was. Yeah, well, they've, they've, got 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 they've got a good team. They're, all, they're, you know, they're solid, yeah. solid team. I'd say it's not going to be Chilwell easy. Pereira, good fullbacks. So they've got a strong eleven. Casper Schmeichel's probably top f- five, six goalies yeah. in the league. Oh yeah, you could pick far worse keepers, can't you? Than Schmeichel, yeah. easily. But so yeah, I think in conclusion, I think yeah, it's going to be a tough game for us. Um, I'm not. I've not got too much of a negative outlook on it. I think we'll. Think we'll I don't. I think we could come away with a draw. It's a. It. It's a result where I wouldn't be surprised of any result. Yeah. Mm. Given it's the first game of the season, we've got the trip to Armenia. If we won, great. If we lost, I wouldn't be away. I wouldn't be surprised. I. I, I think from as say when I was looking on the Leicester forum, they were under the impression that it could go both ways as well in respect of. Perhaps it might come in our favour, I'm saying from a Wolves perspective, that we played a competitive game and we're into a rhythm and we're into a little bit of momentum um, and perhaps not rusty, but also the adverse to that is the fact that there's that travelling we've got to do prior. So, um, I, I, to be honest, I generally think first games of the seasons are just kind of just whatever. You always get really strange results first game of the season. You'll get someone weird topping the league for 20 minutes I don't put a lot of credence into the first game because it can just be Start much of anything. Yeah, yeah. I think on that bit, gentlemen, we'll go nicely into the quiz. Which there is a quiz at Fancast Live, everybody. A big quiz, which Dan will be hosting. We so, and we've got prizes. I've yeah, heard exactly. as well. Yeah. Seen, well, I have seen some of the prizes, and I think um, people will be quite they're, excited they're, by the prizes. Well, they're, they're prizes. <laughs> All <laughs> lot of fun prizes to be won. Pat Sharp, if you're listening, and what was the girl's name? Melanie Martina. You're more than welcome. But there is prizes at the quiz, and it's going to be a really good quiz. So yeah, Fancast Live. Uh, wolvesfancast.com forward slash fancast live you know you might like to do you know what just, just, just come down because yeah. you're going to have a good night and the thing is it's not just about you know we talked about this live show for a while let's just put an asterisk by yeah. good night yeah but the, the, the thing for me is it's not just about the fancast as Wolves fans and you'll all be Wolves fans listening to this you'll know the last 10 seasons have been absolutely nuts so what better opportunity to have um, a night out talking about the walls and what we've all been through the highs and the lows and a lot of highs and having a good time so honestly come down because it's going to be a cracking night because it's a hell of a story actually with walls and, and the uh, the roller coaster that we've been on and we're going to put our take on it and you guys will as well so it'll be a good night oh, he's really putting me under pressure here great <laughs> sell great sell it's a great sell you know Dan, it's time for the quiz. It's the first domestic one of the season. It's Leicester, Daniel Hughes. Oh, oh. I'm going to need this for point tallying. Oh, he's going point tallying. There's nine points to play for. This is the first. And a tiebreaker question. 
Okay. I'd okay. look, I'm useless. Let so I'm, just any, I'm here. <laughs> now I'm taking right. part. Let me get so notes out on my phone. I've actually so got a notepad up here as well. And remember, you can play along at home and tell us how you got on at WWFC Fancast on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, comment on the the post, which is fan, which is uh, of the podcast, of course, uh, which is Wolves Fancast on Facebook. Let us know how you got on with the quiz. We always like to know how people genuinely got on. If they got they got one easily, if they got stuck on one, let us know. Daniel, over to you. The first question, there is three answers. Oh, God. You have as much time as I tell you. <laughs> Hang on, this sounds like, sorry I'm interrupting you, but this sounds like one of those sort of mystery, you know, you've got three ducks <laughs> across the river, you've got a raft, you've got to get them over, and there's a fox on the other side. But how many ducks <laughs> cross the river safely? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. There's three possible answers. Try and get as many as you can. I'll cut the time off when I feel appropriate. In okay. August 2004, yeah. Wolves drew one all at home to Leicester. Name the three ex-Wolves players in the Leicester squad that day. Oh, God. The time is now 20.43. When it goes to... No, hang on. This, this got... Oh, so, August 2004, we drew one all at the Golden Palace. There were three ex-Wolves players in the Leicester squad that day. Can you name them? No. No. <laughs> no. I am. I am. Oh, I'm writing my answers. I am major out of time on this one as okay. well. Okay. I'm gonna let Mr. Hoops finish typing what he's just typed there. I've only got one name. That'll I'll be fine, lads, because you're not gonna get all three anyway. I've got, right. I've got the time frame completely wrong. I've yeah, said that. I've said that can buy okay. you, but he's okay. 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 Uh, oh, I've done mine. I'll cut now, your yeah. time off. So. Oh, Mr. Hoops, I've heard you just say Akinboye. Yeah. Is that all your answers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Adam? Oh, I have Sedgley. I can think of. That's probably going to be wrong Steve as well. Steve Sedgley? It's wrong, so okay. don't, don't worry about that. I've your got, answer is locked, David. I've got uh, Steve Claridge, Froggart, and Thanos. Because you never know. He might have been in there. I don't think Froggart ever played for Leicester. I don't to, to just cut you all short, you're all completely yeah. wrong. I think there's not I'd one got this player. Did Thanos not have a loan spell? I think he might have done. <laughs> Thanos Papadopoulos yeah. played for Leicester <laughs> with uh, Theo Zagarakis in midfield, if I remember correctly. But anyway, the three Great correct knowledge. answers were David Connolly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan Blake, yeah, yeah. and Joey Good-Johnson. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, no idea. Yeah. For those listening, Dan's, you're quite angry how you've delivered those, and I feel like <laughs> I've let you down. Oh, you're just sorry. constantly letting me down. Right. I know. Right, next question. Next question. Former Wolves and Leicester manager Mark McGee went to what club after being sacked by Wolves? Oh, God. It's when people leave Wolves, I don't usually keep tabs. Da-da, 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 I know da-da, this isn't da-da. right, but I'm going to... I'm not sure why I'm doing the Pink Panther tune, but he seems to fit in quite well. I know well, this though. isn't right, but I've gone for an answer anyway. Oh, no, was it... Uh, oh, no, I'll change that. Oh, oh, he's got a late change. Oh. Yeah, I should probably change it from the right one to the wrong one. Probably. Or from wrong to wrong. So to everyone wrong. got their answers locked in. David? I've got my... I'm just randomly guessing Kilmarnock. Adam? Kilmarnock. I went for Motherwell. Mr. Uh, Hooper? And just for the purpose of the tape, There is Motherwell. a duplicate answer of Motherwell. And you were qu- you were both quite close, Adam and Mister Hooper, with Emma. Well, it was Millwall. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> quite close. <laughs> kind of close. Just about three hundred miles away. This right. may be one of my two favourite questions of this week's quiz. Okay. In two thousand and six, former Leicester striker and Match of the Day host Gary Lineker voiced what character on BBC Children's Channel CBBS? 
Oh. In what year? 2006? Yes. I don't know why I'm asking you a year then. I had no reason to watch the channel at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, did, yeah, I did yeah. think that when I wrote this question down. <laughs> he voiced that. a TV character yeah. in 2006. On, on BBC on channel CBBS. Um, right, I'm going to... And I watched about a minute of the an episode on YouTube You know what? Early, I do enjoyable. remember him doing something like this. This wasn't one of the questions that I'd sent you previously, no. so if you get this, I'll be really proud of you. I do remember him doing something like this. I've got an answer locked in. Mr. Hooper? It's only one I can it's, of. I've gone with Fireman Sam. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I went with that, uh, Footy Pups. Footy Pups? In my yeah. head. That's not right then. That is it's it's not, a good call. Right. I know it's not this. I, it's, I've just gone put post on Pat just to... The correct answer was Underground Ernie. Underground. And he was a man who run the underground. Yes. Oh. And yes. It, was, it was brilliant. I, Check it out on YouTube. Yep, yep. No, I do remember that now. Come on, let's get one point between you. <laughs> this is going straight to tiebreaker, isn't it, this one? What football movie did Gary Lineker make a cameo in in 2002? Made a cameo in 2002. Come on, David. It's a movie. Come on. <laughs> you watch movies. <laughs> I watch movies. Come on. Come on, David. You watch movies, don't you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I've locked my answer in. Yes. I've gone with goal. I have the same. Oh, hang on. I didn't, I didn't write it in, but I'm going to say the second Mr. Bean film. I don't know if it even came out in 2002. Was that a football movie? No. <laughs> Does it not say that part? That was the question. Oh, what did you say football, no, movie? football movie? Okay. Um, <laughs> You've locked him with Mr. Bean too. Now, <laughs> okay. What football movie did Gary Lineker make a cameo in 2002? It was Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, oh. shit! 2002 it yeah, Beck's at his yeah, prime British so what we on question 5 now something like that yeah, yeah no no points so far yeah three more three more questions and a tie so break bad. if needed former Wolves and Leicester player Steve Corica great the player cor- great player he's the number 10 <laughs> we need now he is <laughs> former Le- Wolves King and Leicester player Steve Corica is the current head coach of Sydney FC what former Wolves striker currently plays up front for him uh, I am going for this he did a one. massive gasp of, oh, I knew that then, but then I just know it's going to be wrong. Come on, don't <laughs> yeah, that's exactly well, well grasped. Don't with the, uh, there we go. Right, I've got my answer locked in. It's like he was looking up to the, the family photo album then for some sort of guidance <laughs> then. Please, pictures, help me. <laughs> uh, former wall striker for Sydney FC. Was it Sydney FC, you say? Yes. We'd have to rush you guys. I mean, Mr. Hoops has already... Well, he's already deleted an answer. <laughs> I've deleted an answer. I'll, I'll, I'll go with this one, but then I'll... No, I'll think... Oh, jeez. Come on, guys, I'm going to need to push you. I've got work tomorrow. All right, I'm putting an answer in. I'm putting... I'm going to go back with my reason, which... Oh, he's probably retired now. Um, David, have you got an answer I yet? have got an answer. I've locked it in. Mine's also corrected, but I'm going to take it. It says Kamal Johnson, but it's Jamal Johnson. Okay. Mr. I, Hooper? Okay, I'll... I'll for transparency, initially I went with Finkler, that Brazilian one. Wilhelm um, Finkler. Yeah, and then I was thinking Carcourt, and then I think he's retired. But then I've, I finally set on David Connolly. Okay. I have gone for Andy Keogh. Andy Keogh. Uh, Andy it, Keogh does play in does, Australia. Or did or does he? play in Australia. Yeah. But the correct answer was Adam LaFondra. Oh. A lot of tutting, gentlemen. A lot of tutting. A lot of tutting. Come you know on. It's a good job I'm not on the quiz in the live show in the second half. <laughs> Because I will be shit. I feel like I give away the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, guys. You can get this one. Go on. According to Fox's Talk Forum, ah. 
He's got the inside track on this one, he says. This, um, it wasn't the type of Fox's talk I was I after. Think this, <laughs> I think this topic was in 2006 also. <laughs> so according to Fox's talk forum, what Coronation Street character is a Leicester fan? Oh, I don't even watch Corrie, so... Oh, no. Um, right, I've got my answer. Though. Of the current era of characters. I believe he's still on the show. Okay. Or gave it away by saying he. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I wouldn't say you gave it away. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on, lads. Right, I've locked my answer in. Can I just give my answer now? Have you two got answers locked? Right yeah. Adam? Les Battersby. David? Bob. Bob? He's Bob. Yeah. He's Bob. I don't know, Corey. I've gone with Dev. The correct answer was Roy Cropper. <laughs> oh, he's my number two choice. Oh, Roy. Right. That Roy. This is the last question, then we go to a tiebreaker. Please. Here we go. I hope you don't remember this. This is this not our finest error. This is not our finest error. I don't remember boys. any of these questions, in fairness. Okay. So. On October 25th, 2003, Wolves beat Leicester 4-3 at Molyneux. Great game. Yeah. Fantastic game. I don't yeah. remember anything about it, but I'm sure it was there. What famous under-18s Atlantis song... Went to number one in the charts that weekend. But you went to Generation more than under 18s, didn't you? Did you go to Generation? Yeah, I don't know this one. What year? 2003. 2003, so think sort of Pepsi chart number one. Oh my god, it was. Uh, so what was number one, I'll, you say? Yeah. So would you say what was number one that that what went, what, what what went to number one that weekend? If you can if you can give me the artist, I will give you a shake of the hand and a well done. Cause you will have won the quiz. What hang on? What what month was that game? October twenty fifth, oh, two thousand and three. No. 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 Oh, an artist. Hang on. Well, you just need the song. Artist or song, and you've won the quiz. Okay. My it's not going to be this, but we'll go for it anyway. Yeah, I've just I've got a band. I went with NSYNC. NSYNC? NSYNC. with Bewitched. Bewitched. I've gone for Rolling Limp Bizkit. Ooh, it sh- it, rolling should be number one every weekend. Yeah. The correct answer was Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> oh, if you got a $100 bill, put your hands up. <laughs> Single ladies. <laughs> oh, I used to go off in under 18 lands when that came on. Oh, man. Was that, on, was that under on. some foam as well? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, been, I've been under that foam yes. a few times. <laughs> That's what me and you went bald, because of all that foam. <laughs> And it was at that point, for the first ever time, our recording desk decided to stop recording. So, great. But you'll be pleased to know, Adam won the quiz in the end with that classic 1-0-0 victory. So, well done to Adam. Off the mark for his quiz run on the Fancast quiz this year. Let us know how you got on at WWFC Fancast on Twitter or Facebook calls Fancast. Did you find it as hard as we did or was it easy street for you on the Fancast quiz this week? And that's where we'll leave it. No Twitter corner this week. Uh, but remember, we've got the game on Thursday in, against Pienic in Armenia and then Leicester on Sunday for our first game in the Premier League. Uh, you can follow us all week on social media just for your lols and trolls. Just type in Wolves Fancast and you find us then. And one once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you've made it to this point, you must like what we do. So if you're in the area, come down to our live episode on Friday the 23rd of August, Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton. Hampton, can't get the city out there. Uh, it's in the city centre. Uh, tickets are £7 and it'll be a great night celebrating uh, the 10 years we've done this show, packed with quizzes and prizes and, and such not. So come down and, and join us and get involved with the show. Uh, that's it from all of us this week. We'll see you next time.